Swallows of the South is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, storyteller. I wanted to start today's episode off by thanking two new Patreon backers, James Sweetland and John Rhodes, as well as Fixablood Hunter for leaving us a wonderful five-star rating and review on iTunes. Thank you so much. That means the world to us. And every Patreon backer and iTunes review helps support the show and get the word out there to more new listeners. So thank you so much for your contributions. With that out of the way, there's not much to talk about before we get into today's episode. So let's head right for it. In the time of myth, when gods and mortals walked creation together... Rizzo, Ariston, and Godwin fled Leah's home. As they descended into the river province, what would they find there? How would they go about finding their next idol? Exactly what lay in store in the rest of creation? About eight hours have passed since you fled Leah's homestead in the dark of night. Day broke a while ago. It's still early morning. Fog is being burned off by the bright rays of the morning sun. In what direction did you flee when you left? West. Okay. It's not long after about eight hours of travel that you crest a hill over a valley and you see sprawled out beneath you a vast network of rivers running through a vast plain. This is, in all of its splendor, the heart of the river province. You see fields where crops are being grown, from rice to tomatoes to barley to other uh, root vegetables and the like. You can see across the impressive distance that spans out before you. Small farming villages, as well as the shadows of larger, looming cities in the distance. Everything starts to snap into focus now. The idol of Jupiter sits with you. That assault on Leah's farmstead happened and you ran away. A lot has happened in your journey so far. There have been times when you've taken on foes that you thought were less mighty than they turned out to be, and have had to flee in that situation. But never before have you looked danger so directly in the face and fled. What do you do as you arrive at this crest? Ariston steps onto the grass, and he sort of rubs his hands up and down his face, feels his thicker-growing beard and he's just internally clenched last time i ran i was hurt and beat this time i was just tired i just couldn't throw myself back into it again and i hate that i did that i know how you feel i felt like we should have taken them on not left leah at what point do we just exhaust every part of ourselves to save everything can we even do that we can't that's why we have to walk away i mean look at me i'm scraggly my hand's got a hole in it. You got new glasses? All this traveling's got me sick. I mean, we may not have been damaged in a bleeding way in that fight alone, but we still really haven't recovered from our last fight to the point where we can fight again. And we can't spend all this time dwelling on that. We have to look forward. What's done has been done. There's no amount of dwelling on it that's going to make us change our minds about that decision. We did what we did. I mean, that's true, but... I feel like for a friend, those circumstances are different. I'm sorry, Rizzo. I 
could have tried to do something, and I just... I know, but she really, she needed to do this on her own. The most we can try to do now is make her pain actually have mattered by doing something with this idol. Yeah, we went through a lot to get it, so it makes sense for us to make the right next steps and make this count. It's not going to be easy at all, that's for sure. I have to be honest, though. If it was a friend that was close to me and we were in my home, I wouldn't have left. Part of the reason why I left, too, is I didn't know her. And I feel wrong about that inside, too. I do, too. I don't know if we ever venture back to where my friends are, if I'll be able to leave if that something like that happens. I think at that point, we need to think about respecting their wishes. And I think that's what I've struggled with a lot with my grandma and respecting what she wanted me to do and what she wants of me now versus what I'm holding against myself and my morals. And sometimes it takes a lot more to respect that other person's decision, even if you don't agree with it. And I think this was the first step of me trying to do that. And it feels awful, but I'm just hoping that Leah was happy with it. Like, I think she would have been more upset if we stayed. I think that's right, too. I think you're right. I mean, also, you know, unlike your friends, Ariston, she's exalted. You know, she she can fend for herself. Mm -hmm. She's really strong. You're right. I mean, she already is dead, so. I mean, if I were the ghost and I smelled her, I'd be like, I'm out. All right, now. I know, I guess Godwin's right that we're always not going to feel great about it. It's no point wallowing in it for the moment. But Rizzo... Just judging by your little interaction with her, it seems like she cared about you very much and that you were a good friend to her, possibly even more. Thank you. I'm hoping that I did the right thing and I may not ever get to find out, but if it ever came to it and I was the only one who was able to take care of a situation, I would want you guys to leave with the thing that's most important. And I wouldn't leave you because you're my friend. Okay, well, I'm saying I would be pissed if you stayed and, you know, there was something at stake. I just want to make that clear. You know, I'd actually probably leave. No offense. No, I know you wouldn't. That's, yeah. That's fine. I expected that. Okay. Well, she certainly didn't like Godwin and she warmed up to me, but I doubt she would hold any distaste for you, Rizzo. Why aren't you just fucking better than me, Ariston? Come on. Godwin, I'm not better than you. I just can't, I just read the situation and I actually tried to get to know her. I'm teasing you. Can't you take a joke, Harrison? Do they not, not have humor I'm not in the used sea? To this. They don't have sarcasm in the sea. This is new for me. Well, I'd like to get some time off my feet if I can. Maybe, I don't know. Would you guys want to make a camp here? In the middle of nowhere. Well, I mean, do you want to travel to somewhere and make a camp? or? I mean, I think this is a good spot where we can set up for a couple hours, but... Or for the day, but when the sun goes down, we can see if there's any light coming from anywhere, any civilization. Is the sun already down? No, it's sunrise right now, isn't it? So I think we can spend the day here, and then when it gets dark, we can see if there's any lights coming from any small villages, and maybe see if we can, you know... We can take inventory of the things we have and what we need to get when we get to the next village as well. And can't imagine it's going to be a short journey to the next idol. Probably not. Those sound like good suggestions, though. Also, yeah, I'm I'm smart, Ariston. Believe it or not. What? But, um, uh, a real whoa. question. Okay. Real, real question. I don't know about you two, but I'm not really sure what we do with these idols or how we get 
uh, the next I don't think we've ever been specifically told how to go about this process of getting idols. And as the GM, I will say for you guys and for the audience as well, that to this point, it has been a lot of work by either accident or by the sidereals reading the loom of fate, which has led them when there's some sense of disturbance or a lot of research that goes into it. So that's basically what you know about how idols have been found to date, but you guys are not sidereal exalted. All I know is that there are eight of them. Twelve? You don't seem to know much, Rizzo. All I know briefly from what I learned while getting the last one is that there are 12 of them. We have one of them and getting that one was really hard. It used more than just our powers. I mean, two people died in the process, right? Technically, yeah. I mean, Leah may not have died, but she's already dead. I mean, many people did die in the process and that whole entire village, it collapsed. So we had to find another place for them to live. And that's how, you know, they ended up in Jaway. But I think we're going to have to find some more expendable company. We just become better fighters. We can't ask anyone else to die for us. Oh, it was just a poorly timed joke. Boo. Anyway. I think I'm funny. Somebody has to. Ow. I think Qui-Gon Jinn thinks I'm funny. Right? Right, Qui-Gon Jinn and Juice? Uh. No, you don't think I'm funny? No, he doesn't think you're funny. Well, that's just hurtful. He thinks you're nice, but he doesn't think you're funny. Do you want a back of the ear rub? Maybe you should ask him out of the three of us which one he thinks is the most funny. You're setting yourself. Are you making fun of my fan? Because he was a nice guy. I I can make jokes too. Don't bully people. Do we want to know about the idol or no? Yeah. Okay, so there are 12. We have one. The other person who is out to get them is going to do something much worse with them than obviously you could ever think of. So we need to get some pretty bad things. Yes, exactly. That's my point. What are they going to do with it? They want to take over the sun. Oh, God. By by murdering him because they have Ray with him. So they must be quite powerful then. I could have thought of worse things. Godwin, the sun's going to be murdered. That's, That's not just the only thing we don't i haven't talked to her what else she's gonna do so i can't particularly say but i do know that it's not gonna be good because she's not a good person okay so let's just leave it at that now in getting these i really think that we need to pull ourselves together and be in sync because when we were in the shrine of the last idol she got into our heads and if we're not in sync with each other, who knows what the other idols have in store, what uh, what things they could do. We have to make sure that we have complete trust. But I think, honestly, all of our dirty laundry has pretty much been put out on the table at this yeah, point. Uh, yeah, there's, there's not... Can't imagine there's anything else. Yeah. What are we supposed to do? Play icebreakers until we become best friends? No. Just I mean, I, reaffirm I, that if something does come up, we should tell the group and not keep it from each other. Okay. Well, I have a secret then. Okay. I don't like your beard, Ariston. All right. Now I know. And now that cannot be used against me in the future. I happen to enjoy it. I don't very much care for it either. Well, I'm going to keep it. Okay. It's not like we are rich with razors here in wherever we are. So. I don't know if you just asked when I could give you mine. Aren't you also like a magic-y? Don't you have some weird, cool stuff you can do? Trident? Have you ever tried shaving with water? No, I don't have a trident. That's offensive, Rizzo. No, I use a razor, and you should too. They're really not that hard to come by. I like the beard, and I will be keeping it, but I appreciate you telling me your opinions. Hearth doesn't know about the beard, right? What do you mean, Hearth doesn't know about the beard? I don't think we bumped into him since the beard happened. I'm sure he will like the beard when he sees it. I don't think he'll like it. 
He's seen my show the slashed open. Okay, I don't think he's gonna care about a beard. I think I'd care about the beard. Well, Goldwyn, I'm not. I'm not dating you, am I? I'm not. I'm not shacking up with you. Ooh, you wish. Haha, up top, Rizzo. Uh, Erson's not my type. I don't date mermen. That's rude. No, I might date mermen, but I don't date mermen with beards. Also rude. Another good reason to keep the beard. Mm, touche. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I could get started on dinner if you'd like, or I can build the tent. Which... Any questions about what I scarcely know about uh, the oh, idols? All right. Do we just leave the idol as it is? Uh, we just put it in a bag? What do we do with it? Do they yes, have passive abilities? What do you mean, passive abilities? It's like, not like a charm. Passive abilities. You know, like if we're around the vicinity of the idol, is it going to give us headaches? Is it going to make Ariston more annoying? No, What's going to happen? I've never been around another idol. Why would the idol just affect me? Magic. Does it repel the other idols? Is it attracted to them? Is it going to go beep, 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 beep and light up with its eyes all red if we're really close to one? I don't know. Then why are you suggesting that we ask you questions? I scarcely know. Why I don't kn- you just tell us everything you know? Because I'm trying to, but I can't, just can't remember all the things that I know. So well, just, that's helpful, Rizzo. You know what? Um, Godwin, why don't you tell me everything you know about the flute? Well, it affects your sinuses and it makes me sound more obnoxious than I already do. I'm very aware and self-conscious about it, Rizzo. And, uh, um, you know, it, it's, it'll pass in time. But right now it's affecting me fully and, um. Wonderful. What's it I made out of? I hope you get of? it. What's it made out of? Cooties. So we just leave it as it is? Yes. I, I don't know what else to do with it. They didn't really give us instructions. We were just told by Languishing Diatribe to steal it and that uh, they, she would come take it. We would go on to the next one. Well, where is she? I, I don't know. I really don't know. She could be anywhere. She didn't give you like a cool hat to put on whenever you want her to come? Why would, why would we want that hat? To, why would we want it coming around here? To pick up the idol. Godwin. Don't look like that at me. We don't want her to have the idol. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just going to put on a little hat that lets Languishing Diatribe know that I'm around and I need her. You know what? What? Sorry, the flu gets my head mixed up in all sorts of ways. How about we all take a night and get some sleep? That would be great. Take the day? Sunrise. Right. Okay, well, look, you two are the magic people, so I'm assuming that you have some sort of anything in your back pocket that can make some sort of possibility for us to find the other idols. Uh, so how about anyone with the occult skill rolls intelligence plus occult? Ariston got three successes. And now how about Rizzo? Also three successes. Okay. So based on what you know, the information that you have, these idols are 12 pieces of essentially a single tool, which can be used to serve potentially various functions, but it can at least be used to hobble or bring low the god of the sun. These things were all forged at one time. Rizzo knows that from everything that Languishing Diatribe has told her about that, and as well as from the sort of vague sense memories she got when she visited the altar where the Idol of Jupiter was held. Both of you would know, based essentially on the fact that these things can be combined into a single tool, that there must be some underlying essence or pattern that connects them. The question is how to tap into that. But there's got to be some sort of string or symbol or code. I, I'm sure of it. I mean, why else would you make so many? 
Maybe they all have the same essence inside. Maybe. There's got to be something that connects them that we can use because they have to have something in common. You know, like when you when you break up a piece of a pot, the pieces all look like they belong together. Yeah, but how does it help you find the other piece of the pot halfway across the world? Well, if you match it to the same material, they're all made from the same thing. Or at least part of them. We have magic, so we have one piece. There's something we can do to use it to find the other pieces. Uh, what if we make a spell that causes it to lead us to an identical piece? We could definitely do that, and we have the time. Well, let's do it. I mean, that's really, I think that's our strongest bet. We yeah. should probably, I don't know, what, what, do you guys have to like be in the same place the whole time that happens? What's the, like, what does it look like for that to, to be done? I'm just nervous that we're going to be led to the one that Languishing Diatribe is already after. It's already hard enough as it is going after an idol because a lot of times a whole entire city is devoted to keeping it where it is and keeping things secret. And people, you know, have been destroyed over sharing the secret of just where it is. But isn't that better then that we have it on our own so that we don't have to ask? Well, yeah, it's better. I don't want to go for the one that you know, she's also going after because then we'll have to deal with her too. We don't have to follow it blindly. I guess. Also, Rizzo, I mean, I get the whole people get hurt and that's something that you want to avoid. But at the same time, if we don't do what needs to get done, bad things that are indescribable, so you say, and are beyond our control are going to happen. So it's kind of like... Well, a lot more times there we can, you know, prevent things than we think we can. But we can't try too hard to prevent things that we don't actually incite progress. But we have to be careful deciding who's dispensable and who's not. I mean, look how we feel now. The reality is that there are going to have to be sacrifices made by us about other people in order to get all the idols to a place where they're not being exploited. I think if we're smart about it, we don't really have to expend people. I think that... Hopefully we won't. If we take it smart, we might be able, and especially with my experience of the last one, we might be able to have less casualties, have people come out alive. Well, let's hope for the best, Rizzo, but, you know. We never know quite what's going to happen. We can never be sure, but we can always hope, like Godwin said. For now, though, suppose we put something in it like a magnet in the fibers. Okay. Not one big one, but in every little part of it. That way, if any of it's near, then it'll react in a little way, not in a big way. We can choose not to follow it or to go where it's pointing us. Yeah, maybe if there's a way for it to to tell us the distance, we can go for the ones that are far away. Because that's probably not where she's going to be. Well, we don't really know... She could have gone for the ones farther away. She's just kind of unpredictable. I know, but she's unpredictable is what I'm saying. Okay. Well, you know what? What? That's fine. Okay. Suppose we don't change the idol itself, but perhaps just the very top layer of it. That way we don't have to expend more energy. And when the layer is near, it can sort of vibrate or something. The harder it vibrates, the closer we are. I think that's smart. It's the best we've got. I just don't want to risk changing the whole thing. These idols seem unstable and who knows what could happen if we mess this up. I agree. I feel like I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen when we get more. If something's going to change with them, if they're going to be, you know, their properties will change or maybe hopefully they don't give off a vibe to other people. 
kind of thing, you know, to know that we have more than one together. I mean, as long as they don't make us smell like dead person, then we'll be fine. Get up over <laughs> it. Oh, my God. I mean, it was so gross. Godwin, she, we just. She died for us. Can you, know you that, not? Right? Yeah, she was ambiguous whether she died or not. I'm optimistic. I think she's got it under control. All right, Godwin. Well, let's control what we can control right now. And what we can do Agreed. is change the idol. Okay. Well, as a non-magic-y person, what can I do? I mean, I asked, what do you need to do this thing? Do you have to like sit in a room without being moved for three days and go make spells or whatever? Do you have to chant? I don't know. What do you need? I'll see what I can do. But I don't, I don't mean, I don't get it. Just a bit of blood normally. So you can just, you can walk around or whatever. Do we need to like go to a village? Yeah, Godwin, we're going to be pretty booked up for the next few weeks, so it'd be helpful if you... We're all going to need to work together, is what we're saying. And we're going to be kind of busy, so maybe you could help with, you know... Cooking and cleaning and... Yeah, keeping us alive and stuff. Well, I certainly don't want to do that out here in the middle of this river province. You want us to find a village? Yeah! Okay, we'll do it. So as you're looking out over this expanse, essentially... You see that there are a couple of settlements, but also in the distance, you can see what are essentially the silhouettes of three large cities, essentially that anchor the points of the horizon, and then one relatively in the middle. Godwin has actually done traveling around before, so if I could get a perception plus lore roll from you, that might help clarify some things. A whopping four. Okay. So. And for real. You know that the city that is farthest south is Nexus. The city which sits in the middle is Great Forks. And the city which sits furthest to the north is Seajon. You actually know some specific details about two of those cities. Which cities does Godwin know a little bit about? Seajon and Great Forks. Okay. Sijon is a large city which is largely devoted to the funerary arts. Some people refer to it as the tomb city. People will have bodies sent from all over creation to have them prepared and embalmed specifically in Sijon. And there are monks and death priests of every persuasion from almost any tradition who will help prepare a funeral or a body to suit the needs of people from all over creation. The city is actually relatively opulently wealthy because people are willing to pay a lot, and sometimes this involves the actual construction of things like sepulchers or mausoleums. Great Forks, sometimes known as the City of Heroes, is overruled by some collection of gods. It is a city with thousands upon thousands of shrines to gods, large and small. You could find a shrine there to Alhat, the southern god of war and cattle, just as easily as you might find a shrine to a red-hand murder god. It is bustling with the scent of incense and the clangor of bells. Word has it that some strange folk run through Great Forks. Maybe exalted, maybe anathema, maybe something different altogether. But there are rumors, and people say 
that that strangeness starts with the gods. Nexus has a wall. Well, we've got some options. All right. What are they? So, um, I don't know too much about Nexus. Um, Great Forks is pretty cool, but I don't know if we're going to be particularly unnoticed there. I mean, it's loud, but, like, people have been noticing that there's weird shit going on, and if we're doing weird shit, then, like, they might notice it more. But at the same time, they might notice it less because there's already weird shit. I don't know. We could think about it. Um, Great Forks is where Hoth is from. Oh. Well, then let's definitely not go there. What do you know about Sea John? I haven't talked about it yet. I, I heard from a friend that it uh, it's it's good for it's covered in dead people and it smells like f- f- feet. <laughs> yeah. So the funerary city and tomb city and stuff. That's, yeah. That's what I like about it. I don't know. I think we might be noticed there because most of the people there are dead. There are plenty of live people there. I know. Too. I know. But it just seems like it's a really dreary place. Well, great folks probably isn't. So all I know about Sea John is, or all I know about Nexus is it has a wall, so maybe let's try that. I don't know. You want us oh, to go to a city the, with the a wall? The one that you know the least about. I mean, after we just got attacked by people who most definitely would build a wall. All around. right, okay, okay. Great Forks and Sea John are both going to be fine and dandy. How about we do a vote? Okay. Who votes? Sea John. Rizzo raises her hand. Chanel visually raised her hand, FYI. And rolled her eyes. And uh, all votes okay, for one vote little for forks. The great forks. Great forks. Harrison raises his hand. That's one vote for great forks. Goldwyn. What? One vote for Nexus. Yeah. Anyone? You're voting for Nexus? <laughs> Wild card. And you are going to have to choose between Sea John and Great Forks. Okay, well, give me some time to think about it while we take inventory. That sounds like a unilateral decision. You guys got to come up with a tiebreaker mechanic, I think. Tiebreaker mechanic. First one to throw the rock into my this hoop I'll I made of my, my arm. We're going to Great Forks. Okay. I kind of wonder. Oh, okay. Let's go. We'll just play that for fun later. All right. <laughs> you change your vote, Ariston. I swear. I'm not changing throw it. I want to see. through when... the hoop in my arms. <laughs> Ariston takes a rock and tosses it. You moved. That's the point. It's not supposed to be easy. It doesn't matter if Rizzo moved her arms or not. You didn't even make it close enough to her arms for it to count. Well, I'm excited to see the city that my lover grew up in. Yeah, he's not going to be your lover after he sees that beard. Let's take inventory. One dog, one sword, which is mine, so no one else can use it. You want us to, like, empty all our stuff? Yeah, I think we can just take mental inventory. Fine. And, I don't know, do we need any supplies for your working... Well, we don't need anything specific, God, when we just need a place to not be disturbed. I mean, the really important thing that we needed is the idol, and we have it. At least one, so well, I guess I... we need to focus on going to our town now and securing a space that we can have to work in. Yeah, I'm thinking that sounds like the best bet. What do you think, Qui-Gon Jinn and Juice? What do you think? So earlier there had been a little bit of discussion potentially about scrounging up a breakfast or something that you would make at this site. Do you guys want to go ahead and go forward with that, or do you want to head straight for Great Forks? How far away is uh, Great Forks? It's, I'm not going to lie, a couple hundred miles. The only reason that you're able to see it is because of the remarkable height at which you stand right now, as well as the flatness and sort of unique geography of creation. And then the cities themselves are pretty large and impressive. 
Let's do breakfast first. Well, we have some of that food that was left for us. That's true. Should probably heat it, though. Yeah. Seems like it's been in there for a while. I can start a fire. All right. I can... Skip what food what can, can I do? Get the food out and stuff, because I have, I have to go get, you know, wood. All right. I can keep Quaglunchin and Juice busy. Perfect. So we cut to the forest nearby. There's a patch of trees. It's not particularly expansive, but there's some wood that you can collect in here. Lots of tinder sort of lying about the ground. Some of it is still somewhat moist because it's early morning and the fog has just rolled through. It's not long before you've collected quite a sum of wood, and you are rolling back through a clearing, which you had passed through before. And as you do that, I would like for you to please roll your wits plus awareness for me. Three successes. You notice that there's movement nearby. Motion. Commotion, even. And... You make out a small hunched form that appears to have dropped from the trees nearby and is now somewhat close to you. It's hit the ground, and you finally get a strong bead on it as it steps forward, trying to catch you from behind, but you're aware of it, so you're able to twist as it reaches out for the bundle of wood that you're carrying. The thing that's just reached out leaves a streak of mud on your arm as you twist yourself out of the way it is a creature that is about three feet tall and has the apparent countenance or visage of a golden monkey but it's not exactly golden it appears to be made of dirt and leaves small rivulets of water occupy its eye sockets it has incredibly hot breath you can feel it even as it's breathing nearby, small puffs of heat erupt toward you. It wears a small sort of circlet on its forehead of pear blossoms. And as you maneuver away, it opens its mouth to speak to you. Look, lady, I know that I'm beautiful, but you can't just go dragging parts of me out of here. I'm sorry, what? You're absconding with pieces of my person, and I don't appreciate that. This piece of wood, okay? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. That's a part of me. You, uh, it didn't look like it, so, you know. You stupid idiot. Have you never seen a god before? No, yes, I have, so what? You know, they all look different. I don't judge. You don't judge, but you don't seem to have a lot of respect. Um, okay, I'm just walking on the ground right now. How am I supposed to know, you know, that I'm not stepping on a god? You are. Okay, so so are you. It's me. I'm the god. You're Earth. Are you listening? Do you You're have You're the ears? Earth god. No, I'm the forest god. Oh. Uh, uh. Pay attention. Okay. I'm sorry. Seriously. Okay. Where did you come from? Around. Do people have ears around? Some of I mean, them I can see them, and he reaches out and actually tugs pretty tough on your ear. <laughs> but I don't know if they work. They work fine. I'm talking to you right now, aren't I? Yeah, but you don't seem to be understanding much. Okay, well, maybe you should explain yourself more instead of just saying, hey, that belongs to me. Well, maybe I thought I was just on your property. I didn't realize it was, like, your body, I guess, I'm assuming. Well, my job isn't to explain myself to people. Your job is to respect me. Um, if you haven't noticed lately, a lot of people don't. So, it's not just me. And I didn't mean to, okay? 
I'm just trying to make food because I'm hungry and I was well, sent to, maybe. to go I'm not find gonna... wood. Okay, well, you stumbled into the wrong glade then. You know, I understand people need to eat. That's a thing. That's fine. Sometimes people travel through here. But, but, uh. people have at least a modicum of respect when they do it. They don't just grab me and rush off willy-nilly. Do you know where I come from? Around. I yeah. asked you where you're from and you said around. Specifically, I come from Jaway, And that is a forest land. There's wood everywhere. And bark and trees. I can use whatever wood I want. And I've never had a problem, so excuse me if I come to this wood, and then I assume that it is normal wood. Well, when you leave home, kid, you learn pretty quick that things might be a little bit different. So, you can take me out of here, use me to make your fire. I just have one condition. What? Pay your respects. I require an offering. Well, what kind? That's for you to figure out, dummy. You want food? You hungry? I didn't say ask me more questions. Make with the offering or I'll be taking myself back. So I either give you some food and you be mad and then not let me take it or you can just tell me right away. This is like it's terrible holiday gift giving thing, you know, where you just give someone something versus, you know, you getting upset because you didn't get what you want. I'm doing you a favor. This is my domain. What if I, I could just- crush you to death with a falling tree if I wanted? I would run out of the way. But I'm saying... Yeah, you're going to fall out of the way of an entire forest of trees falling down on you. I'm pretty fast. 100 miles per hour. So I'll be right back, okay? You're going to give me an offering? Yes, I'm going to go get you an offering. Then leave me here while you go get your offering. Okay. Put me down. Fine. Rizzo slowly lays him down piece by piece slowly, excruciatingly slow, and walks back the way she came. I have the strength of body to tear you limb from limb, but I have the strength of spirit not to do it. You won't do it, dude. You're too nice. Just a little respect, please. Rizzo walks back and meets up with Ariston and Godwin. At that exact moment, Godwin is practicing his archery skills, and he's balanced a little piece of food, a little apple, on top of um, Qui-Gon Jinn and Juice's head. Oh, this stops. This stops right now. What? No, 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 no. You cannot use my dog. Oh, but look at how straight up he's sitting. I know, because he's a good dog. Oh, he's such a good dog. Okay, now... I um, tried to stop him, but he kept pointing the arrow at my crotch. <laughs> That's that. the next target. Ah! More important things... I found wood. Can't take the wood until we give an offering because, surprise, there's a god in that forest. Well, what does he want? Uh, he said, whatever, it's an offering. Can we give him Ariston? No. He said specifically not Ariston. Really? Well, he doesn't even know me. He, I know it's lying, so he wouldn't. You don't catch on. All right. You know what? I'll make something to offer him. What is what is type of god is he? Forest? What, what, what does he seem like he'd be into? A hat. Well... I um, doubt a god would have need for a hat. I think wouldn't. if you sacrificed your beard to him, he'd greatly appreciate uh. it. Mm. You realize it's just going to grow back in a few days. So it's expendable. Fine. I don't know how much he'll appreciate. No, I really don't think that's a, a good shaved idea. I don't beard. think that's a good idea. I think that maybe we should. I don't know. I kind of like the hat idea. Did he seem like he was missing a hat in his life? He was missing a lot in his life. Hmm. Flashback to the circlet of pear blossom sitting upon his head. Yeah, I think he's imitating that he wants a hat, like something's... I think we should just give him a proper hat. 
Godwin, give me that hat you used to wear. What? I know you still have it with you. No, I don't. Yes. <laughs> what? I, I can see it in your bag. <laughs> no. The brim is peeking out. <laughs> it's fine. I have this bear skin now, so I don't need the hat anymore. Fine. Oh, you Rizzo still have the bear skin. <laughs> you bet I still have the bear skin. Rizzo pulls out of Godwin's bag. Godwin a nice puts on the bear skin. Red hat. What variety of hat? There's all sorts of hats in creation. Some of them are like big and conical. It's much like a chef's hat crossed between a top hat crossed between a bowler hat. What? <laughs> so it's like a, a chef's hat that's like really poofy with a bill? It's like the bottom is a chef's hat and it's really tall and then it folds on the top. <laughs> yeah. That looks like an English policeman's hat. So it's basically like that, but there's a little... Yep. <laughs> It's that. It's, it's just so not big. furry. It's just red. <laughs> it's like a felt. You know, I heard that uh, in some cooking kitchens, how people can tell who's in charge is by the person with the tallest hat. Now, I'm thinking he'll like it because he's in charge of the forest and there was a little bit of a mishap earlier that I did not think that the, a god belonged to that forest. So I think that if he has this hat, everyone will know he's the boss of the forest. Okay, as long as that's enough of him, I'm fine with the hat idea. Sure. I'll be right back. Rizzo takes the red big hat and walks back to the forest god. Hey, I uh, didn't quite catch your name. Rizzo. Well, what use is a name? I mean, I'm the land, the trees, the wind, the dew on the leaves. You've never the had The nutrients and the roots. A, a word? A name heard? is too small for someone like me. You've never wanted to have a name? Something that's like your favorite word? A people could call you? Look, there's one saying I've gone by, and every time... I am at the courts of divinity. I remind everyone of this. Some of them don't agree with me, but people know this is my firm position. Names are for stupid idiots. Should I call you by that? No, my name isn't names are for stupid idiots. You could call me an honorific title. I think I've been pretty clear that I want some respect. Fine, your highness. Here is a hat as a token of an offering for some wood. He snatches the hat out of your hand and... Mud is already streaked across it. He reaches his arm inside of the hat, and you actually see one of his fingers break through the sort of felt on the top and, like, wriggle through. And he pulls it back in a little bit, so the top of it crinkles. And then you see him, like, push and pull a couple times until the entirety of his hand has broken through the top of it, and he slides it up toward his arm, looks down at it, and says, Yeah, I think this will do. This is pretty cool. That's not... Okay, that's fine. You know, you're a creative guy. That's fine. Feel free to take your pieces of me, do whatever you want with them. They're yours now. I'm letting go. I appreciate the cool armband. Yeah! No, you're welcome. Thank you for the food heaters. Yeah, you have a nice day now. And we cut to a completed breakfast. What a pain in the ass! He stabbed his arm through my hat? He called it an armband. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, it just it's funny. Thought, thought he was gonna, like, you know. I told you he wouldn't need a hat. You guys didn't listen to me. Well, obviously he did need it, just not as a hat. Yeah, I think we were right here, Erston. Anyway. A hat by any other name is I tried still to piss him off and call, call the sticks food heaters. He didn't care. You tried to piss off a god mm-hmm. that you just met. He wasn't going to do But anything. you were going to take the body parts of. He was funny. He wasn't going to do anything. I think he got a little lucky in this situation, Rizzo. I'm going to be honest with you. Maybe. 
But hey, shouldn't judge you for that. I think her witty character got her out of a sticky situation. Oh God, are we writing a children's show? What are shows? You're into shows. They, they have like at the shows. theater, yeah. Oh, puppets? Oh. What did you think I meant? I don't know. I'm sorry, I'm still really sick, remember? Yes, you've said it a few times now. Because I don't want you to forget. I feel like you're forgetting. We're not going to forget. It's okay. I haven't forgotten because I can't breathe out of my nose. Anyway, you guys thank you hurts. for making dinner. Thank you for watching my dog. And let's thank the uh, the forest god for giving us these food heaters to... Did he have a name? Can no we name. Think of, oh. Nope. Okay. You should have given him a name then. He said, nope. He said, names are for stupid idiots. He said, names are for stupid idiots. He said it just like that. That's exactly what he said. That's the gift you should have given him. You should have just given him a name and called him that. You want... I don't want to do that. I think mad. I think that would have been pushing it. I don't know. I wanted to annoy him, not make him mad. He sounds like it he's a seems fearless. like he you respected his boundaries. A bunch of trees on me, and I don't want that. And you didn't call his bluff, Godwin. I don't want. I didn't want to push it. Okay, Godwin. I don't know. You seem like a pusher. Of all the people in this group, I'd say you're the biggest pusher out of yeah. everyone. Push people to success. That's, ex- mm, that's what a pusher disagree. says. Yeah. Well, a pusher is a pusher. Well, then I push real good. Gross. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Should we clean up and head on out? Yeah. We cut to a couple of quick shots of the Stormwind Rider picking up again. We see it cutting swaths through the river province, through fields of rice where people work, through small villages where people light incense at the shrines of their ancestors, through groves of sweet-smelling trees and thickets of bamboo until we see looming over everyone the Yanzi River and Great Forks which sits upon it. It seems to loom, building ever upwards, higher and higher, tears like a magnificent stupa that reaches to shatter the very firmament itself. The smell of incense hits you long before you can even make out the strongest visual details of the city. Day blends into evening, and as the sun glints its orange-red light off of gold and bronze and silver and jade fixtures on these temples, you arrive in the city of Great Forks as processions of chanting priests move in and out of the gates. People wheel carts of goods stacked from every corner of creation. The smell, the smell of not only incense, but also marijuana from the large fields of marijuana and cot, which sit outside of the city, fill your nostrils. What do you do as you arrive in Great Forks? Also, the marijuana thing's canon. Like, it's in the description in the book. Well, if you had said that, I wouldn't have picked that city. Ugh, it's the grossest smell in the world. It smells like grandma's it house. real bad. Welcome to the city of shrines, folks. Oh, what is that awful smell? I'm, I can't smell anything. Oh, because he's sick. Got it. Mm. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe we could find uh, some friends, make some friends, find a place to live. Do you think if we find the shrine of the forest god that'll help? Oh, you can yeah, give maybe we should do that in... I'm not gonna... I didn't do anything wrong. Why should I apologize? Exactly. I don't know. I thought the hat was the apology. We also burned part of you his know, body. It's a sign of respect, and he said I could do whatever I wanted with it. I do think it would be nice, though, to maybe leave him some cookies or something. You know who else Biscuits. probably has a shrine here? Rue. Uh, oh. Let's do something with that, too. Honestly, maybe we should just go through and see, like, what shrines we can find. 
and hang out there. And, yeah, you know, I don't know if the gods are going to be happy with us hanging out there doing a, a working. No, no, we're just going to tourist gonna for a little bit and then tourist and then do a working. It help us get more familiar with the city, Ariston, and the people in case we need you know uh, resources. Yeah, maybe okay. we'll find some nice folk. Okay, little. I don't know what that means. I didn't do anything. Yeah, just a little <laughs> nice people. A figure approaches you carrying a large prayer staff. She wears teal robes that hang. There are charms and prayer strips that adorn almost every corner of her body as she approaches you. It seems as though you are having some trouble getting yourselves acquainted with great folks. Is this your first time visiting? It is. Wonderful, wonderful. I'm very happy to see that we have new visitors. I'm one of our many priests here. You, I'm sure, have picked up on the fact that we've got a little bit of a religious bent here. So if you have any questions, I would be more than happy to answer them, perhaps point you in certain directions or anything like that. Um, I have two questions. Yes. One, do you have a shrine for the forest god? That is actually a very broad question. There are many forests with many gods. Maybe one that's a couple hundred miles from here? The river province. This whole place is a river province from he the looks like border a of the Inland Sea all the way out almost to the great eastern forests. He looks Believe like a his monkey. His name is Rue of Resplendent. No. He doesn't have a... He's, that's he a different have, one. I'm sorry. A, he doesn't have a name. He wears a roof shingle hat. That's a different one. Wait, uh, so are you talking about one god or two gods? I thought we were two gods. I'm talking about one right now. Is there any sort of description you might have of him that I could use? He's a monkey-shaped god, and he's made of mud and leaves. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, we do have a small shrine. It's a little bit worn under recently. People haven't been visiting as much from that region. Oh. And so, we haven't been paid to do as much upkeep. Okay. Um, well, as long as you still have one, I'd like to... Yes, absolutely. We try to keep all the gods happy, but there's so many shrines that sometimes no, people I, aren't coming I understand. and asking, yeah. and we can't really... What you're doing is great, by the way. Thank you. Um, also, we would like to know if you have a shrine for Rue. Is there any more detail I could have? Again, there are many gods with many names. Roof hat. He wears a roof hat. He's made of wood. He's very tiny. Okay. And is Rude's a full name, or... I, I think it's Rude Res- Resplendent something. What's the last part? Oh, he's really cute, though. Think about, like, the really cute shrines you have. So, what is the god's domain? He's a neighborhood? Yeah. Okay, so we have a sort of catch-all shrine for some of, like, some smaller district gods as well as street gods. Some places that are a little bit farther out, people haven't come and established um, patronage for one of our shrines proper here. So we have some generic shrines. You might want to go visit that, pray there. Mm. I think he was a street god. Yeah, yeah. Wait, Rizzo. Well, remember... When we were walking in that alley that one time and there was that, like, trash dog god. Yes. I wonder if he has a shrine. Do you have a trash dog god shrine? Are you talking about degenerate hounds? I don't know. He was a trash dog god. That sounds probably like you were speaking with one of the degenerate hounds. So that probably is going to be best served by also giving an offering or prayer at the same street god shrine. Oh, do you even have real shrines for real gods? They just yes. sound like generic shrines. Godwin. Do you know how many gods there are in creation? We have, a, I don't know, like seven? Like seven. Probably like 700. More than yes, that. 
7,000. Millions. There are millions of gods. Yeah, so 7 million, okay? Dude, Godwin, why do you just down. come in here and you get all testy? You come know, in here and you're in great folks now. You're podunk gods. Just maybe if your people left your region. Do you have one for Jupiter? Yes, of course we do. Take us there. Why? Because we have the idol of Jupiter. Maybe we all need to revisit it. Maybe we'll find a sign. Maybe it'll light up and spin around or something. At least I'm trying to be protective. Okay. Okay, so did you want to go to... The forest gods first. Oh, come on. You were the mean god. to do touristy things. So, you know, I'm here by the gates, and I'm here to help guide and direct people. Sometimes I actually do priestly duties when I can, but today I'm out here working this particular position. You know, got to keep the city afloat, got to help direct people around. Yeah, you guys I are the backbone. I can't actually leave my station too much, so what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to take this here foldable map that we've had <laughs> created, and I'm going to go ahead and just sort of circle the places, let you know where they are, and do you have accommodations here in Great Fork? No, we'd be interested in a pamphlet if you had some some uh, documents about that. Yeah, we certainly. Here's a little scroll. It's got some of our various different places that you might stop in, sleep, eat, that sort of thing. So to get care of those, That's take care of those creature comforts. Perfect. And, Thank you. And what is what is your name? I might ask. That's you know. You always want to take pride in your name. But that's something that I struggle with. I, I'll tell you nonetheless. My name is Ungwent Kelp. I think that's a wonderful name. I love Kelp. Yeah, I mean, the, the Ungwent part isn't great. It doesn't roll off the tongue. In my opinion, anyway. I think it's interesting and dignified. You could always have a nickname. Well, thank you. You've made my day. You see? You see, both of you, aren't you happy that we decide to come here? I don't really like Kelp. I still enjoy a good funeral. Did you just say you enjoy a good funeral? <laughs> I like creepy cemeteries, okay? Well, when we're done with all this, we can go and visit as many cemeteries as you want, because there will probably be a lot of them. Thank you. True. Well, we should get going. What's the first? Oh, the forest god. Yes. Yes. Like you said. Thank mm. you for the map. Of course. I'm happy to help. Yeah, just avoid Jupiter. We're Stuff probably will happen. My name's Rizzo, by the way, and oh. this here is Qui-Gon Jin. Oh, hello, Rizzo. Hello, Qui-Gon Jin. You know what? What you just said about Jupiter, though, reminds me. I usually have this fun little bit that I do when people ask to go see the shrine that I completely forgot to do. I was so caught up in the moment. You know, what I like to do is sometimes I'll go and I'll pretend to circle something and say, Oh, no, see, I've circled it, but now you can't get there. I... I seem to have lost the ink. It must be secret. Oh, I hate that joke. Godwin, that's a nice joke. Well, I'm not looking for a career in comedy. So. Unfortunately, no, I, I'm sorry. Right that's just how I... Head. I'm not... I'm, I'm still getting used to being a good person or something like that. I meant to say I... It... 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 it I, I responded to if it. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. I mean, all. it that's, was witty. It was good. It was I, good. It was a good did, joke. I just didn't understand it. I'm not that smart. I'm not smart enough. It's because Jupiter's a god of secrets. Thank you for all your help. And we will... See you soon. Yes, hopefully. Yeah. Maybe you could have um, lunch with us sometime. That could be fun. I've actually got a list of some other materials that I've been trying to workshop. So yay! Some that I'll get. I'm yeah, sure. I'm, I'm sure I'll bring. Sure. I'll bring that. We'll set a lunch date and we'll try that. You know, Are there Godwin, good alcoholic tea shops in this city? Godwin did a stand up for us once. It was well, uh, quite painful. I'm a performer, but not that. But kind he tried. Of performer. He, he tried. I'll give him that. He tried, and and that's more than I'll ever do with comedy. 
I can't do it. I just can't do it. I'm not that good. Qui-Gon Ginger's wagged his tail like three times during my set. I think he liked it. That's because you had spaghetti in your pocket. I did. I did have spaghetti in my pocket. So <laughs> you asked about places where you might pursue, where you might procure alcohol or alcoholic teas. It's going to be in that pamphlet there. There's a number of gods here who are in charge of mind-altering substances, that sort of thing. Mm. Uh, there are several mm-hmm. orgiastic cults around town who might be oh. able to hook you up. It's all there in the in the scroll. Look it up. I'm sure you'll have a good time if that's what you're out here to to find. Mm, but maybe. I hope you have a nice stay in Great Forks. And I think I see someone is coming up in the line behind me. So behind Thank you. you. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, it's funny. You know, I get Miss Kelp. Thank you. Goodbye. Why do I talk so much? <laughs> and we cut to the Forest God Shrine. It is shaded by the sloping hills that constitute Great Forks, as well as some of the more towering, looming shrines in the proximity. It is a small gate with an offertory box, a sprout that looks like it is caught in the dead of winter, and vines and undergrowth cover almost every inch of the shrine. Well, this looks shitty. Yeah, he's... It's not looking too hot, Rizzo. Uh, you know, it's not, it's kind of reminds me of him, to be honest. I will clean a little bit of, uh, of it up, though. Maybe if I clean it first and then I can think of something better to leave here. I don't know. I don't have any cookies on me or anything. I think that would be cool. I'm just going to clean it up I still for think now. we should leave Ariston. Huh? What? 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 I, I seriously didn't hear. I seriously didn't hear what you said. Oh, I was saying we should leave Ariston. Why? Because it's a joke. It's a running joke. I didn't That's how li- comedy works, Rizzo. You know what? I don't think you actually understand how comedy works. If we found an inn, I could make cookies. Let's do that. Suppose that it had a working oven. Let's do that. All right. I bet your cookies are damp. I know that how a joke? cooking works. Was that, was, that a, was that a joke? Well, that's funny because you bake cookies. I don't need you don't my cook cookies, cookies to be damp. I just need the surface I walk on to be slightly damp so my feet aren't in pain, Godwin. Mm-hmm. Yes, that, mm-hmm. Is, that is correct. Literally cursed. So why aren't we at the Shrine of Jupiter? All right, let's go to that first and then we'll go to the inn and then we'll... So Jupiter in cookies and yeah. then back here. Yes, because then we can leave some for Rue, the forest god, <laughs> and... Jupiter? The dog. Oh, yes. Wait. And Jupiter. Harrison, you whittle wood, right? I do. You should whittle like a little statue of Rue that we can leave at the shrine, because apparently he just has some generic shrine. Yeah, do you have enough time for uh, woodworking and cookies? I could probably do a small one. Okay, that's fine. Small wood thing. Yes. Cool, then you'll be useful. What kind of cookies do you think they will prefer? Rice cookies? Rice cookies? Yeah, have you ever had sweet rice before? Yeah, but not a cookie. I mean... Rice is supposed to be crunchy. Cookie patty, it's a word. Come on. I'm going to make peanut butter because that's what I know and that's what I'm best I'm just going to put a little bit of rice in there. I Do think not that put that rice good. in my cookies. Put a lot of rice, it's good. I don't want crunchy rice. You got your rice up my cookies. in my cookies. You got, you got your, your cookies, cookies in my rice. rice. Now I really want to know what it's like to have a cookie that has rice in it. Okay, we'll make one batch with rice and one batch without. All right, we'll make the rice batch and the regular batch. Okay. And you can leave yours for your gods and I'll leave mine for mine. Okay. All right? Yes. Settled? Yes. Our Let's, gods going to be happier, but whatever. Let's go find Jupiter then. Okay, so you're doing Jupiter first and then you're going back to the inn. Yeah. To make cookies. Yes. So the shrine to Jupiter is actually towards the very apex of the city. What does that mean? The very top of the dome. Okay, thank you. The largest shrines are up here. Amongst them 
some of the local river gods who helped found the city, but also directional gods and the celestial incarnate themselves. The shrine to Jupiter is filled with drapery and sort of flowing liquid-seeming architecture. People hum and chant in hushed tones. There's an air of seclusion. Everyone seems to be turning their faces away from everyone else, and there are several lanterns which burn with green fire hung up and about. Someone sits nearby, quietly playing a harmonium before... Relatively quickly, an attendant comes your way. Welcome to the Shrine of Jupiter. Your secrets are safe with us. How can I help you? That was funny. Thank uh, you. We're, we're just here to look around, if that's okay. You we're know, tourists. Pay respects and everything. We're just some measly tourists. That's fine. Just remember that as your tourists, to keep in mind that this is a holy site filled with sacred essence and a grand history. Try your best not to make light of that or to simply ogle the participants here. No, but you are free sense. to walk about so long as you don't make a disturbance. Yes, of course. Now, I have a question, uh, something that you said brought up a, a question to my attention. And uh, that question would be... This essence you speak of, is it in the walls or is it, you know, you know? I you was know. speaking in metaphorical terms, I suppose. Uh, oh, okay. Based on what little I know of geomancy, it suffuses the ground and the air. It sort of permeates everything. It's an intangible. Intangible. Okay, uh, that was all I needed to know. Okay, feel free to look around then. Thank you, sir. You are welcome. So, um... I'm just going to ask, uh, as a shrine expert, you're an expert on Jupiter, right? Me specifically, yes. That is the god to whom I have devoted my life. So, um, so like, what, what's, what's up with these, uh, gods? Do they have, like, is this a shrine, you know, is, the on, is that the only, uh, item or, or, uh, symbol of the god's presence? Or is, are there other smaller objects that you would know about that are in relation to these gods? Like, maybe, I don't know, uh, idols? Do you know anything about Well, <laughs> several people worship gods as they choose in various different ways you know there are regional variations in the way that the gods are propitiated and satisfied some of them are idolaters yes they craft idols that they pray before some people maintain their connection to jupiter by taking veils some people write prayer strips or use mandalas some people pray on beads some people burn sacrifices there's any number of ways so there isn't like a gift shop for special idols no i understand that you're tourists and i understand that this is very exciting but i did lay a ground rule and i feel like you're making light of the gravity and the seriousness of this holy site godwin stop talking <laughs> Did you really think that there you're would just be a straight shot to the next idol? I don't know. 
at least I'm trying. Why would they hide it at a place that tons of people go all the time? Because there's a, probably a million different statues here. It would be a good place to hide it. I'm just saying. Well, you Look, don't go around asking There's a statue of Tudor. There's a statue of Tudor. There's a statue of Tudor. How would we have known which one's the idol? We, I think we should We it. already have it. I know, but I'm saying, well, if we learn more about what it looks like at this shrine, you know, because we already have it, maybe we can go to the next shrine. And then maybe... Just stop. We who already knows? know what we're doing. Uh, we're going to pay our respects and you're going to shut up. Pardon me. I know that there's a lot of whispering that's going on here, but you'll notice that it is quiet and respectful whispering, not furious whispering. I did not leave, you just started doing this right in front of me, <laughs> pretending as though I weren't there. I heard every word. I don't know what you're talking about. There are people in town who will craft you an idol if you need an idol, but they're not on site at the shrines. Oh, perfect. Thank you. Uh, we, we were just wondering because I have a son at home who really wanted me to come back with one, and I was just wondering where to get it, and um, he didn't like the one had I, that I had gotten him previously, so honestly... I just wanted to get him another one, and I think this one would, you know, whatever, you know, the people around here can whittle. That's just fine. So, what's your guile score? Four. Well, he got three successes. Ah, just barely. Yeah, well, you're going to find a lot more of the craftsmen down toward the base of the city. We've got an entire quarter of craftsmen, as well as carpenter priests, mason priests, that sort of thing. You would probably be well-suited to go there are you looking for something that specifically suits your local religious tradition are you looking for something that has an appeal for children possibly he's very scared of the dark and i think that it might bring him some more peace in his room when he's sleeping because me and the mister are just having um a bit of a trouble getting up every time he screams in the middle of the night by the maidens that's not a sentence i think that i would ever hear anyone say Pardon? Uh, nothing. You are probably going to want to go down to Harlequin Endowed with Grace's shop. That's going to probably be the best place that you could get something that's going to be family-friendly. Might be able to carve you something that gives a good reassuring glance when your child wakes up screaming so they know Jupiter's looking down on you. Jupiter's not going to tell anyone you're screaming. Hey, Jupiter knows you peed the bed, but... No one else has got to know. This seems Jupiter knows you ate the last cookie out of the cookie jar. Specific. You work a place like this, you hear a lot of secrets. Are those the level of secrets you usually hear? Yeah, I'm pretty you sure any a number lot of, of secrets. people like... Like, if I were to go around just spilling all of the secrets, then that wouldn't make me a very good priest of secrets. True. That's Or perfect. you could go around saying fake secrets... And then the real secrets be even more protected because everyone think you were always telling them the truth. But in reality, you are just under a, a full guise of deception. He taps his index finger to his temple. How do you know that's not what I just did? Ooh. Have a good day now. Thank you. So we're not actually going to Harlequins, correct? No. We have no use for no. a idol. Let's go to the inn. So, we so that's all we're going to do here. We're just going to walk in here, make up a story about a fake screaming child who probably has night terrors, and then just leave. Well, to be honest, I didn't really think that we needed to come here to this temple. We should at least pay respects to the god we have the idol of. Although I'm yeah. curious as to why the shrine hands don't know anything about idols. Well, it's not really common. Yeah, but you would think they would research this stuff more than anybody else, and even then they don't know. Well, if they have no use for needing to know about it, you know, why? It seems like anyone who had any knowledge of the idols who wanted to obtain them would anger the gods, not gain the favor. Yeah, but even then, maybe he read about them once or twice in the scroll. 
Rizzo knows specifically from speaking with Languishing Diatribe that there have been extensive efforts to wipe away any trace or memory of these idols from the record and from the collective memory. Do you remember when I told you that people died trying to keep the secret of where it was? Yeah. Don't you think that if people, a bunch of people knew about it, that would also be dangerous? Yeah. So it's also been made that a lot of people have had their memories wiped from knowing about the idols at all. Just knowing about them. So. Oh. Yeah. So I think it would be wise if we stopped mentioning idols. That makes sense. It's like. Mm. Putting Sorry, a tar- it's putting a target on our backs. Sorry, I'm we're trying to be stupid, Rizzo. discreet. You're not stupid. I just wish you're you making me were feel smarter. Stupid. Yeah. Ouch. You know about certain things. Like if we're here and we're gonna do a secret working, we shouldn't mention the words working or sorcery or idol. Yeah, Miss. I'm gonna take- ask him about essence. You Come realize on. we just mentioned all those things within the essence. Could be anything. I know it. I tried to dismiss you. I tried to shoo you away. I didn't turn away or anything. Yeah, but come on. He's, you know, praying to the god of secrets. But can I let you know something? Yeah, what's up? Your secret's safe with me. <laughs> Let's leave. Or is it? All right, so we leave. <laughs> so what is this inn like? Everybody give me one piece of flavor about the inn that you guys will be staying at for your time in Great Forks. I'm going to get real detailed here. Oh. So my one piece that I'd like to add is on the walls, there's a bamboo rattan hung over the walls. We don't know why. We don't want to look behind it. But there's also like some fabric that's woven like tightly in between the um spaces of the bamboo that has these like cherry blossoms on it so it looks kind of nice but you can obviously tell that the rattan's up there covering something else and the walls are uh olive green they don't notice this immediately when they walk in but they notice it after a period of time that um it doesn't look like there are bathrooms in the rooms it looks like there's just communal bathrooms in this entire inn and so they have to use these communal bathrooms but in the communal bathrooms there is not uh, any sort of toilet paper or anything to wipe with in the bathroom in each stall there's just a guy who is the bathroom attendant and he will fold up a little schwab and slide it to you under the stall while you're in there every room is a different vibrant primary color on the walls but there seems to be only one king-size bed in the middle along with a night table and that's about it in uh, each room there's a little baby shrine of one of the main gods and uh it's equivalent to having a bible in every hotel room just a shrine in every room also every attendant that works at this inn has the same bright bright lipstick all of different colors um and they all have little little pins for whichever god they pray for that correlates to that and they all kind of smile in the same weird way and they all have like one little braid where almost like, like a jedi braid but just a little braid it's i'm like sorry there's... i need to issue an immediate erratum some people have come to this show from places where they probably like star wars a lot <laughs> padawans wear the braids yes. not jedi we're aware of this they oh, cut oh the braid. you're right you're right you're right they you're cut right. the braid we're leaving right. this in the episode i just need everyone to know right now <laughs> you're true 
You're true. So they smile with their mouth, but not with their eyes. Um, and it's probably because they've all definitely like mm. Avatar fucked with their Padawan braids. Gross. What? <laughs> <laughs> you gonna leave that? Not in? the last Airbender. <laughs> no, and that's exactly what I was thinking initially. Shame on me. Oh, well, I thought that too. Yep, um, yep. In your room, once you've been brought in by an attendant wearing crimson lipstick, your room you find is painted brightly red and the shrine in the corner of your room is dedicated to mars the maiden of battles jupiter's sister i call the bed we all get the bed no ariston's a wiggle worm i know but i think how do you know that I don't, you don't think I hear rumors from Hearth Eternal? What do you talk? What, what do you? What do you and Hoth hang out by yourself occasionally? What? We bump into each other in Jawe. Come on, it's well, stop city. talking about how I sleep. I can't help that I have very vivid dreams. In the ocean, you don't have to worry about tossing and turning because things don't matter. You just kind of, you know, float around. Kind of hurt. Yeah, it's like did. running in your sleep, like dogs. You also didn't have to worry about sharing a bed with someone because you were so alone. That's, a little uncalled That's really for. mean, Godwin. It's actually really mean. Maybe I'm just bitter because you have a lover and mine uh, is now lovers with someone else and never wants to speak to me again. Maybe. Well, my lover is pretty far away, so Woo! we're all going to have to deal with it. We share the bed. Yes. Rizzo, you have to sleep in the middle. Agreed. If Godwin and I touch, it's going to get weird. Okay, fine. Because I'm kind of tired. I'm just really not into the beard. You don't I'm not going to gonna be. rub it up against you in the night. What do you What do you think? I, I sleep normal. I'll shave it while you're sleeping. If Why you touch you my beard, I'll cut your hair. Yeah? I'll shave your head. It's worth it. You won't look good with the shave head. We all know it. I have a bear skin that can cover that right up. Try me. How do cookies <laughs> sound? I'll get started. I assume there is a stove downstairs in the tea room. Yes, there is. I saw it. Fantastic. Well, I will be right back. Keep your rice out to my batter. For now. No, for always. For now. You said we could do a batch with rice. I yes, this is my batter. Okay. So I will make your batter. Go make the cookies. Go. Okay. Gosh, Rizzo, why didn't we just leave him at the shrine? No, we can't. He's our friend. Stop. Oh, come on, pretty please. No, he's our friend and we need him and he needs us. You know, I haven't gotten out of the room yet. I was grabbing the ingredients. Let's have a vote. How? Come on, Qui-Gon. This is not important. Bark if you would leave Ariston. Oh, come on. Good boy. All right, I'm actually leaving now. And he takes the cookie ingredients in his little backpack and heads down the stairs. Won't you join us for lunch at Madame Faye's? It's been a while since I held company over here. Hi, my name's Melanie's Crank. It's nice to see such fresh young faces. Hi, uh, my name's Rizzo, and uh, thanks for having us over. You know, I saw that you guys were looking for a table, and I thought, hey, I'm sitting here all alone, so I could use some company. That's because you're boring. Godwin. What? We don't know anything about him. I mean, look at him. Yeah, he's got a nice, uh, you know, little, uh, you know, burlap sack overalls type thing. You know, that's fine. Tan is a good color on you, sir, might I add? Thank you. I think that it really helps highlight my skin and it brings attention to my eyes, which I'm actually very, very proud of. Does someone smell fish? I smell fish. Like, overpowering amount of fish. Maybe I'm, I'm not allowed to say anything about that anymore. You could say it in reference to actual fish, Godwin. Godwin, why are you so extra? You know, I just like to have a little bit of pizzazz in my day. 
Godwin's like extra, like he's extra Godwin. Like there's more of him. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Just all balled up into one person. All right. You think about it. Do you think? Okay, so there's four Godwins. There's extra three extra Godwins to the one. Take all that sass and energy, put it into the body of that one Godwin. That's how he acts. I'm not very good at math. This is not this is not my area of expertise. I think uh, Mr. Burlap McGee could learn from that because I don't know if he's a whole person in that burlap. He told us I'm his name, you know. A whole person. Okay. Yeah, my name is Monotonous Crank, and I do have an answer in terms of what's going on. Like, what's the deal with the fish smell? Okay. And? Well, first and foremost, I've got a box with me, and that box may or may not have a fresh haul of fish in it. Why, why the fuck would you bring that in here? Well, sometimes you come and you eat some tea, but you don't have enough koku to pay for, like, everything, so... Did you say eat some tea? I said drink some... Maybe I should eat some tea. I mean, who knows? Sometimes. This guy's whack. Well, I don't think outside food is allowed, but we'll keep it on the down low as long as you keep the odor in, under control. Waiter! Yes, hello. Can I help you? <laughs> This strange man has a strange box of fish, in case you haven't smelled it. And I think it's really taking away from the experiences of all the diners in this establishment that are trying to really enjoy the authentic experience that this tea shop is attempting to bring. And I think that the fish is just subtracting from the possibility of that full-bodied relationship with Godwin, this tea. You Didn't know you just sneak spaghetti in here like a week ago? Spaghetti may or may not have been put in my pocket without my consent. Pocket spaghetti. All right. that That's fine. I just wanted to let you know that I really appreciate the feedback that you're giving me and that you're giving us. And in order to help, you know, really make sure that I understand exactly what you're saying, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go grab a piece of parchment and I'm going to ask that you just write down your complaint real quick. And I'm going to put it in a suggestion box. Our manager has just started this. He thinks that it's a really good idea. And so I'll be right back. It's a horrible idea. He's going to move the fish while you leave. So you can just put that piece of parchment up your ass. Yeah, I really appreciate your feedback. I'll be right back. You know, he's not going to do anything with your feedback, right? You mean he's not going to show it up his ass? No, he's not. He doesn't care about it. It will be shoved up no one's ass and it'll be shoved in no one's face to read. That's for certain. True. So the moral of the story is here, Godwin, slow your roll. Don't be rude to waiters. It, it's a little bit overbearing. I'm sorry. I just invited you over here. You know what yeah, else is overbearing? The scent you know of what? that fish. Okay, well, you know who's going to miss out on some fresh mackerel head is you. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to be sad about that. It's the best part of the fish. Got to clean off. I'm sure it's... Eyes and all? I'm sure it's yeah. wonderful. You eat the eyes? Yeah. Some people do. Godwin, you need to respect that. I don't respect it at all. That it's a shame that so many people in this day and age are so distant from their food that they don't understand that when you're eating a chicken or when you're eating fish, that that was a thing with blood and a heartbeat and eyes. And Wait, so, so you eat the I heads of that. chicken? I'm not necessarily saying that. I'm just saying that this specifically is something that I do because it helps keep me grounded. And also, do you or do you not eat the heads of chicken? You guys didn't know they had chickens nearby? I knew they were nearby, but I thought they were kept in a pen or something. Mm-hmm. He's running around here. Where one are they? Rogue God, are chicken? trailing seeds? Okay. No! Why did somebody put seeds in that pot? That's the spaghetti oh, pocket! There's a pile right underneath your... Oh, God, it's under your chair. I think they're currently just coming out of your pants right now, man. I, ch- I didn't ask for this! Is it seeds or lint? I think the chicken thinks it's seeds. I don't know. Why is this chicken here? Fuck! <laughs> 
It's a chicken. It doesn't know what it's doing. It just found seeds. Who the fuck put the seeds here? You probably did in your sleep, Godwin. I mean, you do weird stuff when you sleep. Well, you, you do weird stuff when you're awake. Here? Maybe. I mean, while uh, he was asleep. Oh my god. No, what? he talks like this. No, I meant he, he put the I meant he put the seeds in his pocket while he was asleep and that's mm -hmm. how they got. Th but no, he did was not. Was he sleeping in those clothes? Yeah, he didn't really change that often. Okay. You know what's But well, the chicken in here the fish don't seem so bad, right guys? Uh, I would no, rather the, have the chickens. The I I would I would they agree. They can't control their cloacas, so just so you know. The what? Oh, look. They're cloacas, this, they're little bee holes. The, the the chicken doesn't mind that I'm picking them up. I don't. Is that Aww. is the, that is the cloaca? I thought the cloaca was the 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 other hole. They the only mouth have one hole? hole. I didn't. They do a mouth hole. Yeah. What? I, they've got. I guess they do. They, they have two if you count the mouth. Ear but the holes. cloaca's like one and done. Mm. Look, this chicken's taking a little nap in my lap. Oh, interesting. Do fish take naps in your lap? Hi, here's that parchment in that ink, so if you could just go ahead and write this down, hand it over to me when you're done writing that complaint, and I will put it right in that suggestions box. A. Can't you see I'm busy with the chicken now? B. By suggestion box, you mean ass, right? I mean a box where suggestions go. I'm really surprised he even came back and, well, yeah, what, and entertained this. What are this so, guy? Godwin, maybe you should take this a little more seriously. You're throwing so much heat down on this guy to even do anything. He allowed the travesty that is a box of mackerels to be in the same vicinity you of my shrine tea. You've got a chicken in your lap. There's one I know. mackerel in there, okay? There's several fish, but there's only one mackerel. And I was going to let you eat the head. And now, not anymore. Look what you've done now, Godwin. You've ruined it for all of us. So guess what? That just really sucks. <laughs> I was totally looking forward to eating some of that mackerel head. You know? Yeah. Really? I yeah, would have just. I mean, you know, if, the, if it if we're throwing a chicken into the mix, I'd I'd I'll say I'd much rather have. The don't chicken. eat this chicken. This chicken is my friend. Oh God! Don't name it. Don't name the chicken. You just said chicken, ain't it? I know. I'm just saying. In the future, don't name the chicken. Don't. Godwin. Ralphio. Rizzo. What? So I like not it. To name this it. chicken's name is Ralphio. Oh, so so I can't put in a pet door. We can just pick up random chickens. I said we can put in a pet street. door. No, we can't. Uh, sir, how do you well, feel about a, a chicken going to get out? It's not going to get out. That's the point. A fish door? It doesn't need to get out. Fish don't need doors, Rizzo. Maybe they do. They're the worst. They don't I mean, need indoor, it. outdoor. I don't do anything for fish. I think that really the beautiful thing about fish is that they don't need doors. Yeah, but they're like the birds of the water. So what if there's a wall in that water? I would disagree. How I think I think through it? fish are more like the the moths of the water. Hey, there's fish like salmon swim upstream. They jump. They'll they'll jump over that wall. They'll find a way. I mean, like if somebody had a house that was half in the water, wouldn't you want your friend fish to be able to come in and out of the vicinity? No. Therefore, they need a door. I'm a fisherman, okay? I don't necessarily make friends with a fish. So if I'm going to have a door, it's going to be a trap door. The fish is going to be able to get in. It's not going to be able to get out. I like that idea. Interesting. Okay, I see that you're not making any progress on these suggestions, so I'm just going to leave that. I'm just going to leave that there. I've got a couple more orders that I need to take care of, but I'll be back soon. Thank you. The suggestion box is the trash can.